started on with a bat. Oh, Boom. that's where we're starting with a bat. Back, 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 back. Mortal Kombat was trash. No introduction, nothing. It's Mortal Kombat was hot trash. Are we all recording now? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Listen, I think I'm pretty sure it's limited to 30 minutes, so we might have to like stop it and I'll send the link out again to finish everything up. I mean, I mean, you know, if I was here on time, and again, I, I love to be punctual, but, but you know, today was kind of off. But if it happens, I'll do the link so it'll be, you know, for the full term. Then, you know what I'm saying? Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, what is, is this episode thirty? I think this is our thirtieth episode. Yeah, one thirty. Oh, nice. Yes, milestone. milestone. I like the number three. Yeah. Oh, go. I see what you did there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, so how y'all want to do this, man? Because I want to talk about these moves. You know, let me ask. You already flamed us up, so come on. Nah, just all right. So, do we want to do, do we want to stay non well, in, in the non-spoiler territory, or do we just want to go all in? I think we should go all in because this this gonna be our only in, review. We need to tell people, get, yeah, get, you know, get, get them a if you don't want to go. That's it. Okay. Okay. Like it's a it's an orgy and it's about to start happening. It's like eleven thirty. Y'all had the social part is over. So if, <laughs> if you're not down with what's about to happen, it's gonna, time to go home. The exits. You know what I'm saying? I got you. All right. Well, that being said, before we start, I got I got one gripe. Just one one small gripe. Okay. Maybe because I'm an old school gamer, there was no tournament in this movie. Everything was <laughs> tournament. It makes sense though. It makes sense. Hold on, you know what? Before we get into it, before we get into it, this is what I want to do too. Because originally, um, I want to talk about obviously the the three shows slash and the two shows in the movie, but and they also touch on like you know like the uh, the shootings or whatever. I don't really want to. I don't really want to do the shootings now because you know what? I think like with all three of these movies, well, with two shows and one movie, we got enough for like a whole show. And I think it's it's been saying like I've been like arguing back and forth about this girl getting shot. That job pissed me. It really pissed me off yesterday. So I don't really want to be all excited talking about this stuff and then have to go into real. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I mean, it's on y'all. So if y'all want to talk about, it, I mean, you know. No, no, I I feel you, but I think that um, maybe if there was space to reference it, maybe referencing it in junction with like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because they're the closest in this like little trifecta to talking about like real life, right? I'm yeah. with that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'm kind of like 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 you, Chris. It's it's too much, man. To it's you a know, lot. it's a lot. Yeah, and it's just it's and it's such a, a messed it's up. It's not gonna be used, is it? Uh, we might use part of it because we're, we're recording now. But <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like. The fact that it happened, I guess we kind of talk about it now. The fact that it happened on the day that, that, you know, Chauvin gets escorted to jail, which was hilarious to me. I mean, I was happy, but just seeing him have to, like, go to jail and looking at, just looking at his eyes, I was like, that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then, you know, you have a, a tragedy, you know, a 15-year-old girl, 16, she gets shot. And it's one of those things. It, there's just no... It's not black and white either. It's it's no, it's just a, a messed up situation all the way around. You it's know what I'm saying? It's all grays, man. It's all grays. A lot of gray. Because I'm like, yo, if I was the girl who almost got stabbed, I would be thanking the cop. 
But then if I was the parent of the girl who got shot, I'm like, yo, why you didn't use the taser? It's, it's, I, I am I am with that on both sides. If I yeah. was the parent of the child who was about to be stabbed, I don't still want the cop to kill this other kid. Like right. you, you have other options. Even if shooting her was the option, you don't know how to hit no other parts of her body. You don't know how to shoot her in the leg. You don't know how to hit her in the shoulder. You don't know how to fire a warning mm. shot and startle her. None you know what? You know what? To death. Great. It is it is triggering. But you know what, though? And um, I was watching The Breakfast Club uh, yesterday. Envy and Charlamagne were kind of going back and forth on it. And I, I, I saw it from two different sides. I saw... So, yes. was I, In my opinion, the cop was too trigger-happy. Because what happened to de-escalating situations? You know, it wasn't a situation. It wasn't a terrorist attack. Nobody had semi-automatic, you know, rifles running around. It was a fight. From what I saw, it was four or five people fighting. It's like five or six cops go in there and de-escalate the situation. But that being said, is like the girl was a and it really was like she was about to stab her. So it's like I'm like this: if I if forget being a cop, if I just me myself rode up to a situation where I have a gun and I see my kid about to get stabbed, I'm shooting. And I'm not aiming for legs. I'm just shooting. I, all I'm thinking about is making sure my kid is safe. But as a cop, you got to be held to a higher standard. You know what I'm saying? You can't be held to the same standard that I, as a father, would be held to. You're supposed to protect and serve everybody, not just, you know. So it's it's a, it's a rough situation. You signed Nothing up for a dangerous job. The job involves danger. Exactly. It involves putting yourself in a dangerous situation, and it involves putting yourself in between someone else in danger mm -hmm. and for that i do agree but i i don't i don't agree with the loss of life in in any sense there was there was no reason for it none you know what it is too they don't cops aren't trained to to hit for body parts cops are trained to shoot to kill yep that's that's the trainer that, that, that's awful but i also know a full-grown woman who restrained a young girl who had a weapon and managed to not get themselves stabbed and managed to not hurt the child i'm not gonna tell that story because it's not my business but mm -hmm. being that i've heard something like that from a ordinary person a woman and though i believe in the strength of women i just want to put it in perspective that if a woman who is not trained to do any of this stuff can do it, then a police officer who has at least gone through some physical conditioning and probably, you know, you know, some some strength training could restrain a child, exactly. a child, a teenager. Right. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, it, it again, believe in the strength of women, but you're a grown man restraining a, a young girl. You, you can you can do that. You can do it, right? You have the power. You know what I'm saying? This is it's tragic, man. All around, man. I mean, and, and you know, I'll I'll give my thoughts about it once I, once I, you know, gather more information and really space my thoughts out. And also, I, I think too, a lot of people jump to a like a knee jerk reaction, which is which is by all means not bad. But we know, in a lot of these type of situations. There's always things that are like left out. You know what I'm saying? And people jump out the window too early. So before I do that, you know, I want to just take emotion out of it because that's that's all you feel at first. It's just raw emotion. 
right. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I'm going to wait on it. All around, it's fucked up, no matter how you look at it for the parents, you know, from from us as, as Black people, from a justice standpoint, all around, it's just out of whack. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, and uh, you know, our condolences to the family of Micaiah Bryant. Is it oh, yes. definitely not a yeah. definitely not an easy time because she was she was a kid, she was a kid. Yeah, they know two ways about it. Mm. Ah, man, that sucks. Um, but on a lighter note, let's go ahead and ask you to do the introduction because we didn't even do the introduction to the show. Oh, <laughs> so I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on my introduction face. Hold on, <laughs> we'll do some tai chi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get our, get our chakras in, in line and all of that shit. Yo, welcome everybody to this episode of the Geek Salad Podcast. This is episode 30. I am Arya the King. That's G. And today we have a special guest, Jiggly Senpai 3. How you doing, girl? Hey, hey. thanks for having me. Yo, thanks for being on. Uh, to get into some stuff today with you guys. Oh, that was so. Oh, we're ready okay. for it. We're ready. Yeah, I'm gonna put like some some boxing music in there, like you know what I'm saying, like something from Rocky or whatever. I got, right. I got mitts in the other room. Don't play me. Oh wow, she ready? She ready? All right, look. So on today's show, we're going to talk um, Invincible. We're going to talk the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we're going to talk the spoiler alert trash. That is Mortal Kombat. Whoa, whoa, trash. That's kind of harsh, bro. Nah, bump that, yo. We we coming in controversial. We coming in. I had too much coffee. I don't care. And I'm not stopping. All right. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. So, all right. So, everybody has seen Mortal Kombat. Question. Did y'all watch it in the theater or on HBO Max? I watched it on HBO Max. HBO Max. Same here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I'd have How been did, so mad at the movies. <laughs> you know what? I'd have been mad. I, to me, it felt like this was a very good, uh, a very good like limited series finale. Cause the way that it was shot, it didn't feel like a big budget movie to me. You know what I'm saying? Some to get to get kind of to get kind of kind of geeky. Some of the cuts, uh-huh. some of the transitions was like, why? Why is this here? Why is that here? But Beyond that, though, I thought it was an entertaining movie. Story was meh, but it could have used more Scorpion. I would, right, yeah, more Scorpion. Uh, I would have loved to seen an, an actual tournament style, but as to what you were saying, Chris, you know, you say it makes sense. So give me why. Give me some of your favorite oh, moments. Oh, oh, oh. Let stuff. me let me tell you why the fact that there was no tournament made the most sense. I was watching, what is that joint? I think it's Cinema Sense on YouTube. If you ever get a chance to uh to catch it, you know, watch it. Cinema Sense. It's great. So the dude pretty much just breaks down movies and um this whole thing is no movies without saying every movie has mistakes or whatever. He of points course. it out comedically or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh what is the point of having a tournament? And you having to win 10 tournaments in a row in order to take over another round and all of that type of stuff. If Shang Tsung is going to cheat every single time, it, like, what's the point? It would be like playing the Super Bowl, right? And one of the teams is not, you know, kind of cheating, maybe deflating a football or something, doing stuff like that. No, no. Blatantly cheating. Like, they're bringing on 10 additional players to play. Like, just stuff like that. Why? 
You know what I'm saying? It, it takes the whole purpose of there being a tournament and throws it out the window. Shang Tsung was trying to beat up and, and kill the Earth's Warriors before they could even come to a tournament. So it makes sense that Raiden was like, all right, well, y'all go get his dudes. And, and all his dudes end up dying, and there's no tournament. It makes perfect sense. In fact, the only reason there was a tournament in the original Mortal Kombat game and movies back in the day it's because it was a fighting game. So you had to have some level of, of sport to it. You know, you beat one guy, you go on to the next guy, and if you beat everybody, you're the champion. But other than that, a tournament made zero sense. See my face. <laughs> what is that? What, what is this face, man? What you call that face? I'll hold my thoughts. Jiggling. <laughs> what do you think? Listen, I thought... Zoolander face. The movie was... Oh my God! That's high Listen, praise, right there. Let me okay. tell you what. Okay. Because it gave me everything I came for. Mm. I came for bad acting, awesome fights with blood and guts. I came okay. to see my favorite characters from a video game of my pastime mm -hmm. whoop ass. And what did I get? That. What did I appreciate? The pacing. There was always a fight. And just when I thought that it was getting too fucking people-y, uh -huh. somebody punched somebody. Somebody <laughs> threw a fireball. That's what I came for. I knew that this movie was going to be shitty. Because they all were. They were great, but they were shitty. Okay. In that respect, this movie was everything. I can't wait to watch it again. Mm. Oh my gosh. So the, hey. the gore was so fucking perfect. And then like there were moments <laughs> when they would just be like fatality. And I was like, yes, yeah. they fucking did it. Uh, it was kind of cringe exactly, though. Exactly. It was... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I came for. And that's why okay. I thought it was excellent. Was it a great movie? No. But I was sitting here watching this last night with my roommate and she legit said, this makes up for Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, did you snort? <laughs> Yo, we got I gotta loop. I'm gonna loop that. I'm gonna like. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. That's no, good. I, that's I do. Good. I snort, and when it's that's when good. I think it's really snort. funny or something yeah. catches me off guard, I will. That's great, man. That is that's excellent. Uh, you know, G, you know what she's actually saying? She's saying that she she low key hate watched it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Look, okay, well, let me let me no, let me explain. No, no, no. Let me explain what we do because we got a segment on the show. No, no I, what okay, I'm okay, okay. gonna do is not try to bend this toward me agreeing with you because I don't. Oh, I just I just said you hate watched it. See, see, you need to let me explain. See, this is dark side. It's this is like why this right is why now. men and women don't really get together for real and don't get along. This this right here, I'm not saying that she was agreeing with me, even though technically you kind of are agreeing with me. But that's I not it. I was gonna save that for later. I, this is what I'm talking about. We got a segment where we do where we talk about hate watching, right? Shows that are so bad, movies that are so bad that it's actually entertaining for you. So based upon that definition, I would say you kind of hate watched Mortal Kombat because you 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 love how bad it was. I do love how bad it was, but I don't. I don't hate it. I didn't. Hate I mean, it. not hate. You know, you know. I'll okay. see. Right. All right. Like Thank you. a perfect. I love how bad I it was. I love that. I love that. A perfect 
explanation of a hate watch. It's like watching for me of the Royal Housewives of Atlanta. I hate everything about <laughs> Housewives. I hate the drama. I hate the cattiness. But for some reason, I can't look away. You know, it's like waiting for that train wreck to happen. That's that's hate watch. But this movie, for me, and and, and for Jiggly, I'm getting the sense that. It wasn't that. It was, yeah, you know, it was some bad acting. You know, Luke Kane was being extra monkey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Extra, just being extra Luke Kane. Uh, Raiden was being extra godly, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now, now Kano, that's my dude. Yeah. Every scene he was in, he chewed up all of the dialogue every single time. So don't, did. Chris, did. don't do that. Trash. Don't do that, man. Don't do that, man. Every, he was put in the movie just so the movie would have a little bit of attitude. Everybody in the movie was bland and plain. And, like, he literally was the only bit of flavor he in the movie. And not that much flavor. This, he, and the actor nah. who played him, I, I, I don't have his name, but he's a comedian okay. actor. Okay. So, See, so he, yeah. he was, like, intentionally the comic relief, and he did his job. He did what he was there to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, I am mad that... uh. They killed my favorite character in Mortal Kombat. Uh, Kung Lao? Yo. 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 was my dude. One of the good guys had to die. You know what I'm saying? But not him. Not not the man that had the cool accessory in in the damn movie. The hat, yo. You see, you feel me? No, right? side note, side note. This yeah. this this always this is my one gripe with that character. This over over time, right? How is his hat sharp, but yet he can still just hold it? How is it sharp enough to cut somebody's head off, but you at the same why? time, he could just... You know why? Because he's yeah. fucking Kung Lao. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Motherfucking plot armor. <laughs> Kung Lao. Oh, my God. That's why, man. No, That's why. I guess you can hold it like this to the right Okay, yeah. I, I, I guess, man. Dude, I, I guess. You know, every time you go like, like that, you're like, yo. You know That's what, though? I will, say, I will say this, though. It was the best Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. So that's I can give it that. It was the best Mortal Kombat movie. Um, it's funny because I I just seen all the memes. People don't people don't believe in waiting a day before they spoil stuff anymore. Um, it was like uh, the meme was like uh, like the first five minutes Mortal Kombat dope. Then the whole rest of the movie was like like what? So I already knew that coming in, and I I had a feeling they was gonna kind of tie in um, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, kind of tie that in somehow. Kind of yeah, yeah yeah, and they did. But um, it definitely needed more scope, and I agree with you on that. Man, that was the biggest letdown. Like, again, y'all doing this for spoilers. Like, he's he's in the first seven minutes of the movie, and then he's in like probably the last seven minutes and the last of the movie. It starts with him. Then throughout the entire movie, it's about well, not about, but it's his bloodline needs to be wiped out for whatever reason we don't know. It says the Lin Kuei just wants to wipe out, you know, Hanzo's legacy. Cole, and to be honest with you, from the trust, I never care who 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 Cole was, and at this point, I still don't care what what, what Cole is. But apparently, somehow he awakened Scorpion's spirit. That shit didn't make no sense to me, but okay, oh, yeah. I'll go with it. And then here comes Scorpion for five minutes, probably less than that, and then he leaves. Like. Come on, y'all. That could have given us some more Scorpion. Yeah. Dude was the best. I want to look his name up because this dude is a monster. You know, Hiroyuki Sonata. This dude is 
I like I remember the first time I saw him in a movie, it was um what's the name of that movie? Oh, it was The Last Samurai. Starring Tom Cruise. Mm, okay. The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. Starring Tom Cruise. But anyway, <laughs> so like he was <laughs> he was like chopping people's heads off in that movie. So ever since then, like I've been a big fan of his. I think he's the, the best part of the movie. The best part. Like it's not even close. Okay. His acting was best. The in fact, the only good acting in the movie was at the beginning when he um sub zero, you know, killed him, left him for dead and he was dying. He was inching up trying to get to his family. Like, uh, like uh-huh. that was the only good acting in the movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bring, first, I wish, I, wish I could minutes. have been able to watch him fight more. Like I, I Me too. I, like he, I, I needed more Scorpion fighting. Mm-hmm. Um I needed more Scorpion fighting Sub Zero, to be honest with you. Um and that that final scene it was it was kind of underwhelming. I was mm. I was kind of getting a little bit like this this is the climactic fight, but for me, there was redemption when he took his mask off and flamed him up. Oh, you know that you know that this, was coming. This thing kind of yeah. kind of sucks, yeah. but then oh okay all right. <laughs> oh. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. I enjoy that. Morning, bruv. Ah! Masks off a What's lot. Morning, you guys notice that? Like, yeah, every time I noticed they went that. To talk, they yeah. pulled it off. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of like you know life right now, like today. Like people pull their mask uh, off to like speak because you can't hear them when <laughs> when their mask is on their face. True. Third eye open. Unnecessary. Third eye open right there. Let me try to let me try to order some food like, with your mask on. You know what I'm saying? You be at the the counter. Yeah, let me get a number one. What? <laughs> So we, uh, we gotta get a, a number one, huh? Like, like fuck COVID, nigga. Give, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> times we living in, man. It's, it's some bull job. But all right, okay. So okay, so on one from a one ten rating, like let's start with you, Jiggy. What should you give the movie? Nine. Go home. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> nine. Okay. I say nine, but nine is for me. Nine, it says that I'm going to watch this again. Yeah. And I'm probably going to watch this again before my weekend's over. But it's not like I must tell everyone that they have to stop what they're doing and watch this. Because for me, that's what 10 is. What? Okay, so let me ask you this. What movie would you say is a 10 for you? Let me, let me also remind you of my criteria and why I enjoy this movie. Okay. I'm not saying that this is an excellent piece of cinema. <laughs> I'm saying that. I enjoyed this movie at a nine. Uh, okay. 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 What's a what's a ten for you? What would it take to get mm. get you to a ten? Let me think about what I've seen recently. I don't know. I have to get back to you on that. Okay. Respect, respect. Cool. What about you, man? Uh I give it a solid six. A solid okay. six. Okay. And the reason, the only reason I'm. If if this was the first Mortal Kombat movie, I would give it below a six. Because to me, to, I, in my opinion, five would be average. So it to me is below average. So it's probably like a four. The reason I get getting on a Mortal Kombat scale. Nah, yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of part of it too. The fact that it's the best Mortal Kombat movie allows me to give it a six. But I mean, the, the plot holes, the bad acting. The uh, Goro, it wasn't Goro. That was the Incredible Hulk with a nose job and an extra <laughs> couple of arms. That's what that was. I thought the same thing. I'm like, yo, he, he looked like the Incredible Hulk, but just tanned. Incredible Hulk. Right. When you yeah, said it reminded me 
Y'all remember when uh, I can't even remember their main character's name because it wasn't important. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't, who are you? What was this random character? New challenger. Um, but when he was breaking into uh, the facility and he like pulled his car up and he backed his car up to the fence and he ran up over the top and he jumped and he like flipped and rolled down. This is another movie? No, this is the same movie. It was a scene that was totally unnecessary. They built up so much. You don't remember that? You talking about Mortal Kombat? Yes. I don't remember that part. Hold on, what? Hold on, describe this. Wait, who did it? So who did it? Was, it was the, the main guys. Scorp- Cole. Scorpion it was Bloodline. Cole. Was Cole? Cole. Yeah. That's okay. So uh, it's before he fights Gordo, I believe. Okay. He's backing up uh, uh-huh. to jump, to break into somewhere. He backs the SUV up to a fence that has barbed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Then he flips yeah, over he it. Goes and jumps <laughs> over the car, like jumps and has tuck and roll. It was no it was reason. Unnecessary. It was so elaborate. <laughs> like, it is. It is look cool. It it because it looks cool. That's literally the only reason. Look what I can do. It was like I could do a, a perfect flip over this SUV that nobody needs me to do. No advantage given by me doing that. It, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. But that's wild. One of the one of those those holes. Just like huh? It's holes. Just like why are you? <laughs> just like plot holes. What about you, G? I give it a seven. I okay. think I think I'll I'll give it one more shot on the bigs. Cause I, I seen it on you know like on my little screen whatever so I'm, I'm gonna play with the surround sound to make me feel as if I'm in the theater you know what yeah. I'm saying and give it one more shot you know it, it, it's kind of like uh, watching Justice League or like Man is still like you know you gotta give it like one more shot to see if it like sticks with you you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying but overall seven I like the action I like the gore I love Kano off top. Um, I mean, you know, it's it, it's an okay movie. It's meh. Amazing. I am not like super into gore. I don't usually enjoy that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do like action movies and I understand that that comes with the territory. Um, usually when I watch gore, I'm like, ah, that was nasty, but it was mm-hmm. cool. Watching more I was like, bring it on! <laughs> like, it was that scene when Kung Lao uh, flew the girl down across his hat and like split her whole shit open. I was just like, this is so awesome. It was great gore. It was That's great probably my gore. favorite part. Then he was like, fatality. I'm like, that's it. Mortal Kombat, baby. That's it right there, man. <sighs> What do you think was the best fatality in the movie? Mm, that's the, the la- one. The last that's one. The, that's the one. I would say that was the coolest looking one. I, I I would I would say it's the coolest looking one when he's he starting that. That's straight from the video game. Right. But to me, the coolest one is is the final final joint, man. Like he flames up Sub Zero. He gets revenge. Side note. And this to touch on a, a like a recurring thing that we've been saying. You need more Scorpion. It's the, it's a revenge story for Scorpion, and Scorpion's in it for a total of ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have watched a whole. Can you imagine like a? Did y'all see the the cartoon um, mm-hmm. version of Scorpion's Revenge? Yep. So 
Yo, so Scorpion's Revenge, the cartoon, kind of, like, you could take a, a big part of that cartoon and take all the middle of this movie out where you got people fighting for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can put that in there and it just be all Scorpion. So it'll, be, it'll look like Scorpion family get killed, he dies, he goes to hell, but then he, like, um, finds how to, like, get powers or whatever, manages to crawl his way out of hell, and now he's out for revenge. That just sounds like a better movie than, okay, Scorpion is here, Scorpion's family gets killed, he gets killed, he goes to hell, he disappears, and then we got these people getting these random dragon tattoos and getting powers. They, like, some power range of elements in it. Like, I don't know. It's, you know what? I, I will say this, though. I think it was kind of a dope touch to have them. Um, they made it so, like, you could, if you were a chosen one, a chosen person for the tournament, eventually, if you got mad or you reached a certain level, you could get powers. Right. That was something that they never did in another movie before. I think that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of went bonkers with it. So Kano, he could shoot a laser beam. That don't even sound like a power. That sounds like something a machine would do. And then old boy Jax with his arms, he gets yeah. more more metallic. So you're telling me the elder guys is giving people technology? Like, that don't even seem right. It seemed like they would have just grew his regular arms back and made them godly strong or something. Right, right. Nah, nah, it's cybernetic. So, they, I feel like a 15-year-old wrote this script, man. Like He was like, how can we make this more dope? And he just, with his 15-year-old mind, just... I'm kind of annoyed at that, to be honest. Uh, seeing uh, Cole get his arcana and get like you know his little gold uh, arms and breastplate and all that, and yeah. then it flips over to a scene with Jack, who's a black man, and this nigga still got baby arms. I was very <laughs> upset at that for a second, and then like triggered, and and he got his and like you know his arms fleshed out, but yeah. just the the back and forth on that scene, I was like, what? Right. Yeah, it's, you guys think we'll get we'll get sequels or spinoffs? I think so. I think so. I, I mean, hopefully, it will do good enough in the theaters to where they can recoup and then make another one. And and if they do, please hire the guys that did the raid because the action in that movie is bananas. I don't know if y'all seen Ray One or Ray yeah. Two, but yeah. damn, give me something like that with some powers mixing to it. Uh-huh. Go. Yo, that would be bananas. That's mm-hmm. a movie. See, Ray was a movie talking about gore that I watched, but I watched like, uh, <laughs> like you know, like, through my fingers. Yeah, it was just nasty. There was blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the second one was even crazier. I'm talking yeah. about just yeah. limbs breaking and heads getting bashed in. I'm like, yo, but but the the fight scenes were so intricate and so detailed. I mean, like. I have never seen action hand in hand like on that level in a, a long time. Like this, this probably maybe a handful that can like top top that. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like a, it's a kung fu flick. No, man, no. It's a uh, the first raid was about you know uh, like Taiwan Thailand police trying to take over a drug lord in in this building. So mm-hmm. when the police come in, they're locked in. So if they're trying to get it up to the top, and everybody trying to kill them. Boom. Part two. Uh, cop was on the cover trying to get close to like a mob kingpin. He goes to jail to get close with the son. They get they get out of jail, and he he tries to like take down like a, a you know a kingpin. From there, it just gets crazier and crazier. Now, dude, you have to watch it. Start with Ray Two first. Ray One is cool, but 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 Ray, start with the second one because you see 
Ray 2, it doesn't really dig that much back into the first one. Like, the only thing you know, it's like, yo, my brother, he shot. Oh, damn, I got to avenge him. That's it. That's all you got to know. And yeah. then from there, man, it, yo, I'm telling you, man, Ray 2 is that the, shit. Go watch it. The choreography in those movies was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch good fights, yo. And yep. then Homeboy Mad Dog, uh, he was he was in <laughs> yeah. both. He was in both movies, but he played a different character in the mm-hmm. second one. But you Why not, right? see him tear ass. It was great. Yo, dude was like 5'2", kicking mm-hmm. ass. Wow, kicking ass, man! But he, he, he dope, dope. And then I think it's like a, a brother and a sister. One has a bat, and shorter girl with, with, with the shades on has two hammers. She's she, she's uh, in a train trying to get to one guy with some security guards. Dog, when I say she fucks them up with them hammers, man. <laughs> yo, if I can pull it up, I could, man. Go to YouTube, type in Ray Two Hammer Scene. You will be amazed. Trust me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check that out. Side note, G. So Jiggly is actually she's um one of the hosts on Girls Can't Geek. That's did I get the name right? That's what's Girls up. Girls Can't Geek. Yo, yes. yo, we have a group chat on IG. Uh, it's me. It's G. It's uh, our boy Nick and uh, Tay. Tay. Yeah, yeah Tay. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Like, this group chat has been there for like three years. Like when I say like Nick has sh- shared so much of your stuff or y'all stuff, and I didn't even know it, really? but it's like I would I would look on a link and it'd be like girls can't geek and it'd be like another post. So we actually been rocking with y'all for a minute, but like I didn't oh, I never put two and two together. Time. Yeah, long time. Okay, solid. Follow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I follow. But y'all. do y'all? But do y'all follow back though? Because you know y'all all big in Hollywood mm-hmm. and everything. But y'all 10 million subscribers. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you, look, you know what's now, so yeah, definitely. We're, we're 14K. Yes, we, we know yes. what's now. We know yeah. what's now. Uh, but so, please, uh, if you are listening or watching, go ahead and uh, head over to Instagram. Follow Girls Can't Geek. Uh, definitely follow me, Jiggly Senpai 3 also on Instagram. Uh, Girls Can't Geek is a great space. It's for everybody. Uh, it's not just women, but we seek to, you know, highlight and empower women in the gaming, anime, nerd world space. Um, we don't play that misogyny shit. We love Goku, but we will fight DBZ fanboys. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. Cause I, like, 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 no lie. In our in our chat, we constantly repost some of y'all stuff just for our chat. Cause this shit be so damn funny. You know what I'm nice. saying? Like I'm talking about like like every time because see normally me when I used to not be on on Instagram a lot, I will always go to y'all page and, and be like, man, let me just you know get a, a good couple laughs in, man, because yeah. it's, it's shit that I relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like all of the DBZ, the uh, Dragon Ball memes, or just just what up? You know what I'm saying? Like like yo, this shit is hilarious, man. So Shout I gotta out give it to y'all. SD Trinity, SD Trinity is uh, my co-host on Girls Can Geek. And she mm. is the brain behind the memes. She is the meme queen. Okay. She keeps us all rolling. So y'all go and follow her as well. How did y'all hook up? Yeah, we'll do, man. No, really? Um, I found uh-huh. Girls Can Geek through SD Trinity. SD Trinity is hilarious. And uh, I don't know how, you know, the internet, you just click things. And one day I found her page and I was like, she has me rolling. And then uh, that led me to Girls Can Geek. 
and you know being part of the community hanging out in the discord um if you guys want to join our discord welcome to hit me up i'll send you the link um but it's a it, it just became a space where we could all you know like fellowship and do this geek thing together and through that you know i i started to host on the show um we have we we talk outside of our watch parties we have watch parties on uh Fridays and Sundays. Um, and so, you know, we're watching an episode following a show. Uh, we just watched all three of these movies, uh, the movie and the shows that we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. But um, we, we watch things together and then we talk and we have commentary and we talk about geek stuff. And we talk about real life. And, you know, it's, it's just really nice to connect with other people who like the things that you like, but then also other black and brown people who like the things that you like and no. then another layer other girls for me who like the things that i like okay nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all it's dope man yeah, yeah. i mean i would love to be a part of one of y'all discords but I, like i don't know what discord is you know what i'm saying is it is it kind of like clubhouse in a way mm, yes but maybe it's like your own server it's like oh, your yeah, own yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about Discord until I joined the Discord, and I'm still learning about it, but it's a fun space. It's okay. um it's like walking into like a com a virtual community center. And there's like all of these different rooms. We talk about wellness, we talk about uh video games, we talk about manga. Um mm -hmm. when I got into it, we were playing Among Us together. Like Somebody showed me Among Us, and I was like, I have to play this every day. It was, it was, I was really addicted to that game for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's how I be with a, a new video game that you like. You just like, you can't put it down for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we we talk about a lot of things. Um, it's a great, great community. Again, mm -hmm. safe for everybody to join. We don't condone misogyny. We don't condone racism. Uh, or or hatred, but other than that, it's good vibes. We respect your opinion, respect who you are. Come and join us and let's have fun. Because oh. you know, um, I live in an apartment, and um, having dog over a certain weight or certain breeds aren't allowed. So gotcha. I decided to go with this guy because he's he's little, but he got a lot of power. Okay. He's really strong for his size. <laughs> so what they say, like, you can't have, like, pit bulls or something? Or oh, breeds? yeah, no, you can't have pit bulls. They don't yeah. like German shepherds. Mm. Um, sometimes they list uh, bulldogs. You can't have bulldogs. What? Definitely not a Rottweiler. Chows. Yeah. Um, Chow. And then really? dogs over, like, <laughs> usually dogs over 20 or 25 pounds uh -huh. are not allowed even in places where they, like, accept pets. Mm. Damn so, shame. Uh, Hating yeah. on the dog show. Hating on the dogs, man. I made, I made, listen, because I'm not really a dog person. I, I like other people's dogs. So if I go up to the, if I come to your house, you got a dog, I'm going to play with them, you know what I'm saying? Like rub the ears, all that good stuff. But I don't, I don't know. My allergies, yeah, want, my allergies <laughs> would not allow it. Plus, I don't like cleaning up after animals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, just, that's just me. But, yo, back in the day when I worked at some, some call center, it won't, it won't Bank of America, because me and G actually both used to work at Bank of America call center. Uh -huh. It was somewhere, and I made the mistake of saying something about a, a, a pit bull. I was like, yo, you know, like some pit bulls are is crazy. They're like, you know, haul off and bite you. When I say like half of, <laughs> half of the floor, just like all in unison, I was like, what you mean? What you talking about? I was like, word though, the pit bull love is, shout out to X, 
the pit love is is real. Like it's it's yeah, it really is. People love it. Really people. Is. Uh, the dog community is interesting. This is my first dog uh, since childhood. Um, I never had space in like work to be able to like be a responsible pet owner. Um, and now I'm working from home, so I had the opportunity. Um, it's it's been interesting. Uh, he's definitely showing me a lot about myself. Uh, dogs will 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 show up and show you like how inconsistent you are. Mm-hmm. It will. Like no lie, my our our little pup, he gravitates to me out of everybody in the house. So everywhere I go, he is right there. He 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 is my shadow. If mm-hmm. I go down on the couch and just chill out, he's he's right there by my side. The minute I get up, he's like, yo, wh- where we going, man? Where we going, son? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. I mean, like 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 real talk, he to me, he's a child. No lie. Yeah. Like yeah. he's my he's my third child, so it's love, man. I love it though. I love he, it. he is definitely my fur baby. I'm I'm not one. Uh, I don't, no shade to anybody who likes to dress up their pets, but I'm not. I, I don't believe in it. I always thought it was small, weird. He is a small dog. Oh, he has a sweater. He has one sweater All because right. sometimes it's cold, and that's it. Right. Um. But he he's my fur baby. He's, he's my my fur child, um, and it's up to me to make sure that he has a happy life. There you go. There you That's go. It. Hey, Chris, are we recording still? He, yeah. Dogs are Laura, dog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we about to jump into uh, yeah, let's, let's more, into... more gore with Invisible. Yeah, but I wanted yeah. to ask you, I wanted to ask you, because, you know, you know looking at y'all on my IG page, I see a lot of, a lot of, uh, anime memes what's your favorite anime for this year so far i guess year to date there's a whole lot that has came out so what's your favorite i'm gonna say that i'm not as current as that question would like me to be um i'll say right now i am watching a bunch of things okay the one that's getting the most attention right this moment is Fire Force because I'm trying to get through it. Um, <sighs> okay. <laughs> I got I got stuck at fire like on Fire Force in the beginning. I could not get past the, like the second or third episode mm-hmm. for a real long time. Everybody was like, "This anime is great," and I started trying to watch it when it first dropped. Right. But I'm not making it very fast, very far. But I really want to like get through it. Um, I refuse to watch the last few available episodes of Attack on Titan because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit and wait. I'm not gonna sit and wait a whole year to watch the last one. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna stop. I did the same thing with that show uh, Netflix years ago, The Get Down. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I waited. I was like, oh y'all about to split this in half. Cool. I'm not gonna watch the next episode yet because I don't want to be sitting and waiting. I need to. I need to like run through this whole thing. Okay. Um, okay. I really enjoyed Demon Slayer. You didn't I, like it? I, I like. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Demon Slayer. That's I didn't see fear, it, but I liked it. I really okay. liked it. I haven't watched the movie yet. Me either. But I really liked the show. Okay. I think. All right. So the kind of, the kind of tip to this off. Fire Force. I love the animation. The story, eh, it's, 
it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? I love Attack on Titan. Uh, it's damn. It's good. It, it, it's just it's good. It's tense. You know, sometimes it, the, the episodes falter, but it's all for like a a buildup of like things mm-hmm. to come. I wish you could have seen what happens in the last three episodes, because damn, it it goes there. Um, also, Netflix has a show called The Great Pretender. That show is is it? It's it's a heist show, kind of like in the in the spirit of Lupin the Third. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's more relatable. You know what I'm saying? But that is a great anime. I believe um, in my uh my queue. My queue mm-hmm. is long, y'all. My queue is real long. Okay. Okay. It's real uh, long. Because I it's, here's the thing. Else? Like I I I know again, no shade. This is just how I feel. I like to watch sub. But I don't always have time to sit down and watch sub. Right. And I'm not gonna waste my time listening in English because to me the 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 weight and the importance of certain things is lost in translation. Mm-hmm. So if I if it if it already sounds off in English like in the first one or two episodes, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch it in Japanese. And if right. I like it better in Japanese, then this is something that I have to wait until I have time to watch. I feel like my my cue is very long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, one more. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, if I'm saying that right. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Now that's a fun show to watch right there. Is it? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna have to add that one. I've been seeing a lot about it. Yeah. Like um, it, like just last year, I learned the terms of what like shonen means. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it is a shonen type of show where like like Chris, like like sort of means typical boy gets stronger through fighting and his friends are like around him. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what a shonen is, right? Mm-hmm. But this one is a bit more on like the supernatural horror aspect. And okay. the animation is so damn slick. You you will find yourself just rewinding just the intricate moves that they make within like their actual action scenes so i think this off of that right there it's a great watch that that i can get down with that i love whether it's animated or you know it's uh it's real people i love watching a a neatly choreographed fight Mm. Mm, i know chris isn't 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 as up on his yeah, we was talking Anime about for the most part. Yeah. It's not even that. I just don't, I don't, some of it, I don't just, I don't like, man. I would say the animation and the fighting with anime in general, you know, on the, the top tier ones, is like mm-hmm. something you would never see. Like, you can tell on some, like, like we were talking about choreography earlier, fight choreography, you can tell they legit in their animation, they seem actual, like, kung fu masters, like, doing. Like, you can tell they got a video of that, the real people doing it, and then it's translated that into animation because it's that is that dope. I like that element of it, but I've always been more of um, like I, I I don't like how I don't like how they they do stuff sometimes. It's weird. I don't I don't know. And then the eyes is all big. It freaks me out. I don't. I have nightmares. <laughs> don't judge me. You know. So I like some animes. I'm just not okay. like oh, what's the new joint? What's the new anime? I'm more into right. like superhero cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel you. Everybody's allowed to like what they like. Mm-hmm. 
You make me feel very safe and accepted, Jiggy. I, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You're that. welcome. You're I definitely welcome. appreciate you. Oh, yeah. I guess uh, this is a good, great segue to hop into Invincible, episode seven. So, by y'all faces, I, I'm assuming y'all seen it. Yes, so, God, we saw it. All right, so let's 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 get into it. Um, so first of all, a quick synopsis. What are y'all quick thoughts about it? How much did you love it? Hate it? Nitpicks? Go. I was I was pretty tense the whole time. It was Perfect. great. Mm-hmm. Great. There was a lot to unpack. I was like. Oh my gosh! Are they gonna tell Mark? <laughs> Wait, can I spoil? Are we spoiling? Yes, yes, please. Yeah, go ahead. Are they gonna tell Mark before he gets to his dad? Is his dad gonna spill the beans before he gets to like? It was nuts. Oh my gosh, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was so much of what I loved about the comic book, they are putting it into the show, and there's there's slight differences between the comic and the show, um, obviously, because, you know, you talk about two different mediums or whatever, but I really appreciate they, them sticking to the, the, the feel of the comic book because in this episode, you had so much of what made the comic book great. So you got Invincible's love life getting, you know, jacked up because that's it's what it is. You got Curveball. So he finally reveals his superhero identity to his girlfriend. She like, Nigga, I knew you was a superhero. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, every other time in every other movie, you see that she, the, the girl's like, oh my God, I never right. knew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then they just fall in love. She was like, nigga, I knew you was a superhero. I still don't like you. We're still breaking up. So stuff is going wrong in his personal life. Then you got Omni-Man doing his thing where you don't know whether he's going to be good or bad or what. He does that a few times. Then you got Cecil always having another trick up his sleeve. This dude threw out like 17 different things to try to stop Omni-Man because he knows Omni-Man is like, it's trying to, it's, it's, it's basically like trying to stop a nuclear bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't got nothing that can stop. What you going to shoot him? He's bulletproof. Nothing we got is stronger than him. He just took out a whole team of superheroes some months back. There's nothing we can do, but he's still throwing out all the stops. And there was this one little piece of dialogue between um, Cecil and... Um, What's uh, this was mother's name? De- Deborah. I think it's De- Deborah. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, um, you know, he's like, I hate you, Cecil. I always hated you for this reason because, like, he was pretty much going to try to kill Invisible and Omni Man. Yeah. Cecil was like, you know, I hate myself for the same reason. And Cecil, he's just so married to his job because, like, you know, forget his personal feelings, forget betraying friends. I do whatever it takes to keep the world safe. So, like, mm-hmm. I. I kind of hate myself too, but that's that's like to me that's like the essence of his character, and they like they nailed it in this episode. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I saw this this, this episode four times, twice yesterday, mm-hmm. twice today. I think this 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 one word that kind of that really encompasses this episode. There's it's, there was a lot of momentum in this from the moment where he left after him and Deborah, Debbie had a fight at that point for it, it was just go 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 that was it I, and i still love the fact how every time we see my favorite characters the Mullah twins you hear run the jews in the background every time they come up i, I think it's dope you know on a on a hip-hop aspect you know what i'm saying right. but um you know robot i'm not gonna lie i got emotional 
when uh, when uh, Rudy was talking to the other Rudy as he was dying, like, yo, go live the life that we never could. Have fun. You know what I'm saying? Then he was like, well, you know, maybe we could save the world together. He was like, nah, this, this, this was the plan all the time. And I was like, damn, that's kind of deep, yo. It's kind of deep, man. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but like one little manly tear. Just like yeah, they got to put it back in your eye. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, how how, how dangerous was it to see where Mark, well, uh, uh, Omni-Man came back to his crib. You got you got the soldiers in camouflage trying to like shoot him down. And he just easily just pushes them to the side. I mean, the, the amount of gore in this one was just like, come on, man. It was a lot. It was a whole lot. Yeah. Well, I was here for all of it. Again, like I'm not <laughs> you sure you don't like going like that. I, I, I know, might, right? Maybe maybe I'm, I'm ascending to a new level because <laughs> the amount of gore that I was satisfied with last night between Invincible and Mortal Kombat was irregular for me, but it was absolutely amazing. Um, I, that's something that I really enjoy about Invincible as a whole is the realness like mm. looking at the animation it reminded me a lot of like batman the animated series like it took me straight back to my childhood and watching the style right but then you see them and like batman punches and you know maybe there's blood but these guys punch and like niggas whole face is just like bashed in and skin is ripped back and the tongue is all out to the side. Like people are getting fucked up. And then you have like these really real moments with the characters where they're really like, what the fuck? And they like have moments like back to the first episode where like Invincible was in his first battle and he was like holding that old lady dying in his arms. No one ever shows those moments in all of these superhero cartoons, movies. No one shows like that real human aspect. And I thought that that was pretty amazing for this show. Um, last night, they they took it there. It really, I called it uh, in our watch party, but I knew Robot was like making himself human for a uh, monster girl. And I right. knew, I knew it. I knew right away. And it was, it was super cute to like see him sit there and like stare at her while everybody else is going, <laughs> what the fuck, man? And she's just like, oh, I get it. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. We we here. Mm. But also, nigga, this is weird. So I'm like, I'm gonna, let me go think about this for a second. But and that's what I like about that moment. Around. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, after he told them, like, like why he did it, they were still like, yo, this this is fucked up. We need time to really, like, like process this. Yeah. And, why, and why are you my kid self? I was already fucked up before. Now I'm really fucked up now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the whole like like that scene was that scene was great. And just just the events of Omni-Man trying to catch up to his son. And then Cecil is trying to like slow him down, but nothing is working. To me, the moment that, that I hated was when he ran into the house across the street. And you know, old boy is trying to run to the um to the computer and he grabs his spine. I'm like, how painful does that have to be for another man to be holding your spine? <laughs> I always thought it was- I honor. mean, man. Yo, and he said, yo, it's been an honor. Like, who are you talking to? The entire crib blows up. 
And then, right. and then once it's finished, all you see is like little bone fragments in his hand. And then he's off to the next one. I'm like, damn. And then after that, like the talk, the talk between him and Cecil, when he was just like teleporting, like that was a dope scene in the self right there as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then at the last moment yeah. where he could have grabbed him, he got a piece of his tie. Yeah. I mean, yo, yeah. what can you do with a force of nature like that, man? Nothing. They couldn't just, do nothing. They 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 couldn't do nothing. Listen, mm. I'm just going up because it's funny because me and Jimmy were talking about this earlier. Like we're not that great with names. Like I, I never forget a face, but I forget like forget just TV shows and movies. I forget your name in real life too. Like I just, I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things. But I, I will always remember your face. But so I looked up just the cast of Invincible, and this is legit the greatest cast of voice actors. We're well, really just actors that's ever been on an animated, definitely animated superhero. I would have to think about animated movie, but I mean, you talking about. J.K. Simmons, man, Seth Rogen is in it. Uh, Zazie Beats, the, um, the yeah. girl from um, Some, uh, Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. She was yeah, also yeah. in uh, Deadpool. Deadpool too. Deadpool yeah. too. Mark Hamill, Sandra Oh, dude, Walter Goggins. I, I don't know by his name, but his face. Can you be able to see it? Nah, I saw. I see Black Panther. The, the dude, Kevin Michael Richardson, does the Mauler twins. I knew. That's the uh the Arby's dude. Now he's done a lot of stuff, but you know, we have the meats, that guy. Oh, that's him. Like huh. it's so <laughs> many Mahershala Ali plays Titan. Titan. Yep. So much. And it's like, um, hey, what was I gonna say? Let's see, Seth Rogan is in it. The dude that does Rex Flow, Jason Matt Zalkis. <laughs> this dude is hilarious, man. Mm -hmm. I like it's anytime he's on on the screen, like I'm laughing. Like I I love watching him on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Like the stuff he says is just off the wall ridiculous. Have you guys seen Big Mouth? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's in that too. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 it seems like he's still the same character. <laughs> yeah, as it Rick just Lowe. it works it though. Sounds like Jay Bilzerian yeah, but just with works. powers. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, what is going on? Like, just the way his delivery is just like hilarious. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No. Uh, who does who does Black Samson voice? Ah, uh, Black Samson. Let me see. Let me show myself. That's his name, uh, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I like. Oh, so you are right with names. He comes at Rexplode from time to time. He does. Like he's he's very real and very raw. I don't remember which episode it was, but he was like, uh, you sound like you want me to beat your ass. I was like, that's the realest <laughs> line I've ever heard in like a cartoon. Like that's that's real life. Like someone would really say, I'm beat your ass. I, I love the way they write the show. His name is Carrie Payton. I've, I've never seen this dude before. Apparently he, he has something to do with Disney. Okay. So, um, okay. Oh no, it's the dude from the um The Walking Dead. The, the guy with the uh, the fake gray dreadlocks. The dreads. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That guy who had the he's pet British, tiger. I think. Yeah, he's I think, I'm pretty sure he's British. Yeah. yeah. That's dope, man. Okay. I thought his okay. name sound, I thought his voice sounded familiar. Gotcha. That's why. That's my show, man. So they're setting up uh, the big fight between Invincible and Omni-Man. That's well, what probably... Good. Before we go there, now, Chris and I has, has read the comics, so we, we kind of know what to expect, but what do you think may happen in the last episode? 
Yo, I don't, I don't know. I feel like uh, Omni Man is about to like. He has to because he ha- he's he's gonna have to tell him something, and Mark is gonna or Invincible is gonna have like a moral conflict. Like, do I take down my dad or not? I feel like that's what's about to happen next because he just saw him murder again. Uh, what was what was dude's name? Immortal. Immortal. Like, mm-hmm. and that was also a great gore scene. Like, I thought it was done when he stuck his hand through his body, <laughs> and I thought he was just gonna pull his hand out, and that was gonna be it. But instead, he sliced that nigga in half with his hand, not a blade, his hand. Oh, you gonna see a lot it of that. It was so nasty. <laughs> and then the way that he turned around and, like, looked at his son with his bloodshot eyes because they was almost gouged out, but you could still see, like, the pain of him basically seeing that his son saw him do something like that. And right. I think, like, for his, if, if he did, if he didn't already feel guilty, right, because he knows what he's already done, his son might have just looked at that like, you know, dad, you're, what are you, what are you doing? You know, you killed that dude, but also maybe you were doing your job. I don't know. But the fact that like Omni Man knows what he's done and has to like explain mm. uh, where he's coming from to his son and probably feels like you know a shitty uh, Viltrumite because he's not a human, uh, a shitty person. But you could see all of that just like in the look, like fuck. It was it was a great 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 scene. That's why the show is so dope. They yeah. they know how to. Robert Kirkman does it in all everything. Every work I've seen from Robert Kirkman, he does the same thing. He knows how to pull at your heartstrings. So it's like it's gore, but at the same time, it's like not just gore for gore's sake. It's gonna be some gore, but in between the gore, it's gonna be something that's gonna make you want to cry or feel a certain type of way. Like he's right. really good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Now let me mention this. What do you think his father is gonna tell Mark? as far as like his explanation as to why he's doing the things that he's doing. I don't know if Omni-Man is a villain or if there is something else about Viltrumites in space that we don't know. Mm. Um, And I feel like that is what he's going to explain to Mark. Like what, we don't we don't know nothing about Viltrumites or like where they came from really yet as as the viewer. We don't know that stuff. So I feel like he's gonna explain sort of like the history of their people and why he is doing whatever he did. Um but I don't know how Mark's gonna take it, right? Because Mark's have human. Or I keep calling him Mark, his name is Invincible, whatever. That's we, know, we know you're talking it's about. Mark. It's Mark. Yeah, I'm Mark too. Mark. I feel like I feel like he's Mark because I don't feel like he owns Invincible yet. Like he's mm. Steve, like in this last episode, he's trying to put mm. that down. He's trying to go be a regular teenager right. because really, like you know, he he wants to live his human life and he doesn't he doesn't understand what his responsibility is other than this is cool. I have powers. Um, I'll use them for good, but also like I want to go. Try to fix my relationship with my girlfriend who is dumping mm. me. Um, or maybe he has been fully dumped. So I don't know. But Mark sounds like he's trying to put that down. So he don't feel like I don't feel like he is invincible yet. But there's definitely going to be some sort of 
he's gonna have to do some choosing. He's gonna have to choose up out of the, out after the, whatever conversation he has with his dad. He's gonna have to choose up. Um, I don't think he's ready to fight his dad. He he's not gonna be able to take Omni Man unless like he fucking uh, unlocks his Arcana or whatever it is. Like he gonna have to grow <laughs> a little more as a Viltrumite. Right now right. he can't handle his dad. Yeah. I mean, again, like knowing so much about the comic, and I'll I'll save, you know, I don't want to ruin the experience of what could happen in the last episode. But if I think the way it's gonna go down, ugh, it's gonna get it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get extremely messy. It's gonna get emotional. And I just I wish for anybody that hasn't seen this series now hop on just so they can watch the, the, the last episode. Cause, Cause if it's epic, like my mind think it is, then this, this might go down as probably one of the best, like, I guess, Western animated shows, period. You know what I'm saying? So I'll leave it at that until next Friday. That's a hanger. I think it's already the best animated, um, Oh, okay. I was about to say the best animated superhero cartoon show. I'm not going to go that far yet. I will say the best animated cartoon show that's more adult-oriented. You know what I'm saying? So I look at something like um, Justice League or whatever, or even Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans. What's the other joint? Um, Young Justice. Young Justice. That's, you know, that's teenager up to adults. This is strictly adults. This is rated R, you know, TV, MA. And as far as that category, it's, it's already... I think it's one of the best shows on TV right now, to be honest. Forget genre. It's one of the best shows on TV right now. It kind of gives you like a, a Game of Thrones vibe because there's so many different plots or different storylines within fair. one show itself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of characters show up. You don't know why, but they will be back later on. Like, everybody loved the scene with like Battle Beast. Like, he just, he just went away. But from what we know, we know what's going to happen next eventually. But all of these players play some part in the overall uh, the, the the overall storyline of this world of Invincible. So I'm happy that people are you know watching it because I do want to see a, a season two, three, and four until you know Kurtman can can tell his entire story, and then at that point we can jump into the actual live action bit. But damn, like this this episode is the best one just again the amount of tension like like even the scene where he stops William and he's asking like like yo where Mark is at the entire time he's like yo you were supposed to drop Mark off an hour ago where mm. is he I was like and then and then William having no idea what's going on but he can feel like like yo he's he's mad about something you know what I'm saying I was like I, I felt even though he's a cartoon character, I feel for the kid. <laughs> I would have pissed you know my saying? pants. Legit. Yeah. Pissed my pants. Yeah. Like, what's happening right there? I, I like his character. Pissed. I like William. I feel like he's the friend that we all need. Because he mm. don't sugarcoat nothing for Mark. Nope. And in that and Mark was trying to feel sorry for himself and trying to sulk and like, you know, saying his feelings. And William was like, nah, we're not, we're not gonna do that. And then Mark left. And went to try and go get, you know, coddled basically by somebody else again because he was trying to shrug off that that invincible. He don't want it no more. He want to go be regular. Um, 
but I, I love William for all of his, his support, but he supports the way, you know, like friends should, where they tell you about yourself. Right. Exactly. They don't, yep. they don't let you slide. They still love you, but they're not going to let you slide. He's a Great good friend. Point. I mean, he did make a point. He was like, if, if you would have saved William, I mean, save Rick when he was going through your little thing, whatever, like he would have been alive. Like I got, I got to look at him with his brains on this table right now because you because you didn't act mm -hmm. beforehand so yeah. I, love, I love i love the fact that they're portraying mark as you know really he's just a kid he don't have it all together yet yeah. he's trying to figure things out and people are dying around him his girl is breaking up with him and also by the way small caveat i don't like the amber hate online right now you know what i'm saying like like, like people are are hating amber for being mad at mark when he really? reveals that he's invincible, I'm seeing a lot of it. Like on Reddit, Twitter, I'm seeing it. But the way that I'm taking it, it's like, for her, trust is a big thing. And granted, y'all been together for, for, for five months, but it's like, if you really claim that you love somebody, you tell them the truth about who you are. Mm -hmm. And then at that time, like you were saying, she was like, yo, nigga, I knew you was invincible, but you could have told me. At this point, deuces. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and people online are like, she could have been more understanding if she knew that he was saving lives. You know, you know, she could have been like, yo, I forgive you and take your bet. But I'm like, no, it's like, you know, it, these are teenagers going through teenager feelings. And, 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 and you know, back then, feelings were like on, on, on level 9,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but I never got people getting that invested into fiction to where like you don't like a person or do don't like it's a fictional character like you got to understand it's a it's a couple of people behind you know laptops like typing all of this stuff up obviously they put that in there because number one they got to break up because you know he's going to get together with old girl like you just you, you see it happen you can right? see it you, you can, can see it. it happen that's the girl of invincible's <laughs> dreams she just was in a relationship at the time, so he got in another relationship. So number one, they setting that up. But then it's like number two, every time the superhero reveals the identity to the girl, it's always this big moment, like, oh my God, I didn't know. And then like they live happily ever after. So you you write, you're like, okay, well, how can we do this differently? We've already seen this story a hundred times. How can we be a little edgier, a little more exciting, give you something you don't expect? And they put it in there. When people are taking stuff serious, like this is like real life, like who, like go, go sit down somewhere, like who, why are you so invested? I can't stand, like come on, man, like that's. that's I'm, I'm gonna say something that that might be inflammatory. I don't know. Get it. People, people might agree with me. They might not. I don't know. Let's go. But there. I kind of love the fact that Amber, as a black woman, a black mm -hmm. girl, black character, said. Nigga, I already knew he was a superhero. <laughs> that's basically what she said. Right. Like, like, she already knew. She had that intuition. She knew a long time ago, because we be knowing. Oh, my God. Here we go. You just had, look, hey, I was with you. Hey, I was with you. With, nah, I'm I was with you to that last little bit, because we be knowing. Like, you just put yourself into it. I'm going to agree with that, man. <laughs> See, she agrees. We be the knowing. intuition. The intuition, huh? There, there was something there. She knew. Um, I thought that that scene was going to go a different way. I didn't think that she knew. I thought she was going to be like, oh, okay, well, that's why. But nah, she was like, I already knew, and I'm still mad at you. 
Right. It don't even make no sense though. Cause how she gonna say she knew all the time, but yet at the same time she's mad at Mark because he's missing certain things. When she, when she, no, 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 no you're right. At, at that, at that moment where they was just broken up in this episode. What I'm talking about is all those other times where like he was supposed to come to dinner or they're supposed to meet here, meet there, and he's obviously out saving the world. Mm-hmm. But she was like, "Yo, I'm mad at you because you're not here to meet my mom and all of this stuff." It won't. I'm mad at you because you know you lied to me. Like, come on, like that's well. She but, she said she said that to him, but maybe she said it not. And this might be a thing on her, right, for not telling her that she telling him that she figured it out. But yeah. maybe she didn't say anything because she was waiting for him to say something oh. and hoped and hoped that you know by putting some pressure on he would he would come with it and he didn't. He just or, kept it stuck in. But just, then again, if you I'm understand the laws of superheroes. You know they're not supposed to reveal their identity, so you know there's that. Or could it be? And I'm just spitballing here. I could be wrong. Sometimes women don't always say the thing that's bothering them, and they argue about something that's not even really what we arguing about. I, I'm going to challenge that, and I'm going to say okay. people because I'm not a woman mm. who's going to hold it back. I'm okay. going to tell you exactly where and why. Okay. You are the glorious unicorn. I'm of, not a unicorn. A <laughs> I'm not a unicorn. There, <laughs> I, I won't say that you're wrong. I won't say that you're wrong, but I, I don't think that that's a woman thing because I've definitely experienced men who don't say what they're really mad at. Mm. You're, not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think it's... Okay, I, w- I would just... I'll throw this caveat out there. My experience has been... My experience has been it's more... I look at all the women in my life, look at all the men in my life. Women are more likely to do it based upon my, you know what I'm saying? Where, okay, so if we having an argument about something, in my mind, we're arguing about what we're arguing about. But mm-hmm. it might not, it might be a week later, it might be a, a month later where it comes out that she was actually mad at you for a reason, I mean, A in parentheses, when you were actually arguing about B, you know what I'm saying? In parentheses. Not you know you know what I'm saying, and it just come out. Yeah, to not get into the root of the problem. Right. If you don't get to the root of the problem, how can you solve it? And that's why I tell exactly what I'm at. Facts. We're gonna solve that's problems, it. or we're gonna it. walk away. Slow clap. You you, you got it. Thank, <laughs> hey. Thank you. Thank you for that. Right. And that's why you know we like tie it back to the whole Mark and Amber thing. It's all about communication, and and that's what you wanted from Jump Street. You're like, yo. I just want trust. I've been through it before. If if you can't be trustful, then I don't want nothing to do with you. And I think in this particular universe, like the superheroes are probably more more outgoing. Like, like people may know who they are in real life. I'm not sure, but that's how it it feels to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. but again, we we all knew that it wasn't going to last. And we know that somewhere down the line, him, him and Eve is going to get together, but it's going to be the journey and of how it. it gets there. You right. know, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So we got two happen. minutes left, uh, Chris. That okay? We gotta do. Uh, we gotta get into Falcon and Winter Soldier, man. We have to. For All right. Well, let's just hop out, hop back in right now. Yep. Boom. All right. Bet. I'll Almost. say my thoughts. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You no, save no. your thoughts. Cool. I must go ahead. All right, so all the um the John Walker hate, I see a lot of that changing right about now, because people was like, oh my god, we hate we hate him so much, and then he killed the dude. 
And this dude is up. He was one of the reasons the day was saved at the end of the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? So all that thing. Listen, I was never, I was never big. I mean, I, I was never a fan of his, but like, I think all the hate was like un, unnecessary, man. I think you had to do. He was just trying to do right. He was trying for whatever reason they decided to have him be the dude to take on the mantle of Captain America, and he's not a super soldier, so that didn't really make much sense. But he, the only thing he did wrong was kill the dude. He shouldn't have killed the dude. But, I mean, he was kind of in shock because his friend got killed. But from the time he was introduced up until right before this episode, every meme was like, yo, dogging him out. He he ain't this. He ain't that. For what? It was unnecessary hate. And then you see, he showed his true colors at the end of this joint, and he um, he actually saves some people. So I, I want to see if it's going to be hate now. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the same. I still think he, he got off lightly, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end where he becomes the, the U.S. agent. Yeah. Like, I wish we could have seen more of, like, him being reinstated or whatever the case may be. But I guess he had, like, a slight redemption in that moment right there. You know what I'm saying? But Jiggly, what do you think? Jiggly. I think that he had a moment of clarity. Uh, in between all of uh, the the serum, um, I still don't like him. I I didn't like him from the jump. I I think that he represents something that um, that we deal with in everyday life, which is that uh, straight white man entitlement. Um, and it was his character was just like drenched in that shit the whole time, and he went into that. And he went into, you know, holding the mantle of Captain America with that mindset. I always thought he was like, you know, I call, shout out to Goku's God Cousin. His name has been Ashy Cap the whole time. He's like an Ashy version of Captain America. That's who he was. Ashy Cap. Call him Ashy Cap and call his homeboy Hodges token because he was literally a token. Um... I did not like John Walker the whole time. I'm glad Dora Milaje whooped his ass and he he mm. felt how small he and insignificant he really was. Spectacular um, ass He he absolutely lost it and uh definitely received the pardon. But again, that's that um he got off for something he should have went to jail for. I'm gonna put it that I'm gonna put it like that. Um so no, I, I still don't like him, and I hope people continue to hate him. So let me get this straight though. Let me let me ask you this question: Why is he so? Other than the, just the fact that he's replacing Captain America, the real Captain America, who was like super dope. Other than that fact, why is it so much hate for him and no real hate for the leader of the the red? Was it the Red Hand or whatever? It the was red. Flag smashers. Because she was legit trying to. She first she killed the the brother. And then mm-hmm. she was trying to blow up a whole like armor truck full of like uh, Congress people or whatever, whoever they were. So mm-hmm. like, how come that I, I haven't seen one bit of hate for her? Is no. it because she got? Is it the freckles? Like, what is it about her? I don't <laughs> understand. Look like little orphan You know, <laughs> some more. Like, come on. Like, what is it? I don't. I don't um, understand. I don't. I don't. I don't think that people hate her character and, and her story the way that they hate John Walker. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that he has. He, and I think that his again his his 
his character is uh, representative of something that we really deal with in everyday life. And I think that's why people sort of like attach those feelings to it. And my feelings that way are definitely attached to it. Um, there, there's been a lot of congruence in this story and especially telling like Sam's story as a black man in America, uh, which is parallel again to black man in America. And they showed a lot of real aspects of life in that, that conflict and that juxtaposition. So I think that that's why it was easy for people to just like hate John Walker and not really like, I mean, Carly is, she's still a bad guy, but people, people have been latched on and be like, fuck Carly, you know, the way that they did with him. And I think it's because it looks like real life and people don't like that shit. I mean, I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I just like the fact that you use juxtaposition. Like that was, <laughs> that is, that's, oh, I like that. Good job on that. And I'll be saying that. Like I said it around my friends, like, nigga, can I just use those big words? Nigga, like, yo, this is because you don't know what it means. Don't mean I don't know what it means. But, so bravo for that, man. But yeah, he, his, his character, it, it, he did have his moments of, of being problematic. And, I, I agree with you. It's it's what he represents is more the issue than him actually as a character. Um, yeah. He's got to kind of got to have a bad guy, even though he won't like. He was complicated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, flawed, very yeah, flawed. very flawed. You got to have a bad guy. What what did you think, G, about the episode? Um, overall, it was a a cool episode for the most part. Um, the, the my my only gripe that was kind of like I was on the defense of his win. Falcon was giving a speech to all of the Congress people like, yo, you can't call them terrorists or thugs, you know, because the way they look at, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a bit much. It was thug, a bit much. Thug, thug in between, what did he say? Ter- terrorists? Refugees, terrorists, refugees. Thug. Thug. Like, there's a big step in between refugee and thug. But I feel like they was trying to like pack so much message in that speech. They were. Yeah. It got a little preachy. It, it, it did. It, it got a little bit preachy. Right. That was my bad. one moment. I was like, ah, that, maybe uh, do that and like of uh, 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 in front of a crowd of people, like you know, in a in a hearing, but out you know out on the street, like yeah, cap, yeah, black cap. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about cap? Nah, he ain't black nah. cap. That's Captain, That's Captain America. America. I was like, all right. First of all, ain't no dude in the hood gonna say that. Like, man, he sold out. <laughs> like, get your sellout out of here. It was definitely cheesy. It, it, was, it felt it was very, um, very Naruto speech. Mm. It felt, it felt very like I'm gonna change the world with my words. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but words can change the world. That's right. 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 But um, I will say said, that. Uh, so go ahead. You said no dude in the hood would say, and I have to say that every time Sam went back to the hood to go talk to Isaiah, <laughs> we, there we was like the hood. Exactly. Right. That's how it is. Time. The yeah. dialogue every mm-hmm. time. When he opened the door, he was like, "What you want, Falcon?" Like that's how they answered him. Right. It was mad realistic. It, it was definitely mad <laughs> yeah. realistic. I just think it was, it's dope. And we back. Go ahead, go ahead. And we we touched on it a little bit last week. How when uh, Isaiah Bradley, like the the black, the original black Captain America, he was like, you know, no self respecting black man would want to be Captain America, and I was just like, yo. Like that's wow, it's because you, 
Exactly, because you're always going to have people on both sides of it. Because And that's what it means to be black in this country. It's like, yeah. you know, African-American, so you're not African enough to really just be straight everything Africa. You know what I'm saying? But you're not American enough for them to treat you the same on top of the, the history of slavery and Jim Crow and all of that, that foolishness that occurred to us. So it's like, I like this show that it, it's, it's kind of showing to maybe, maybe I say an audience who maybe never saw that, the, the complexity of being black in this country, especially if you're black and you serve. Because I can't imagine being in the military and going off to war and having bullets whizzing by my ears and seeing your, your best friend in the military, seeing him get his head blown off all in defense of this country. And then you come back and you got certain people looking at you with a side eye or mm -hmm. thinking in their mind that you're less than human. Like mm -hmm. I might legit like snap, you know what I'm saying? And go postal. Like mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's wild, but that's what it means to be, you know, black in this country. So it's like seeing him, I will say this too. I wish that when he got the new Captain America suit from Wakanda, I knew they weren't going to do it because, you know, they got to have the toys and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's still a gotta market. Got to market it. I would have liked his uniform to be darker. I think that mm. would have been dope. You know what I'm saying? It was too bright, too red, white, and blue. I'm getting Apollo Creed from Rocky Vibes. It's just like over the top. I'm like, uh, I wish it would have been dark, maybe even all black. I think that would have been dope. I mean, you know, they was trying to mirror what happened in, in the comics. So so, mm -hmm. so it, it was like a, a spitting image of his Captain America costume. You know what I'm saying? I will say that they do a good job as far as like depicting the levels of, you know, what it means to be black. But but what got me though, and I'm not gonna lie, I was on the verge of tears, y'all, when the, the last bit he was talking to Isaiah and he goes <laughs> to the museum, bless you. And uh, he was like, man, you know, some words, I'm, 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 I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much that, you know, now they will never forget what you did. And I was like, damn. That got me, you know, and I'm surprised Disney took it there with the show. To be honest with you, it, it, it's, it, you know, Disney has done some crummy shit back in the day, but this show took it there. And I'm just surprised that they like took a stance on something like, like this. So Walt Disney was a whole racist, <laughs> a whole racist. Um, but you know what though? I, I like that part too. And I, I don't know the actor's name. I forgot the actor's name that played Isaiah Bradley. I don't know if you know it, G, because off the top of your head or whatever. I'm gonna find that for y'all. You remember he was on that that he was he played a superhero. I think it was the Mantis. I don't know if you remember that show from the '90s. I want to say it was the Mantis. It might not be. He was definitely a superhero though. Like I like I said, mm -hmm. I never never forget a face. I forget your name, but never forget a face. His acting is very good. And like that moment at the end where he's hugging Sam, and like you can see hit the tears well up in his eyes. I was like, wow, man, this yeah. is and, and to see that the, the statue that they put up of him was so dope because it kind of reminded me of my grandfather, because my grandfather served. And it's like knowing that, especially if you're an older black, like we see racism now, but it ain't it ain't the racism that our grandparents face. No, that was no, it's not. That was spitting your face, throwing rocks at you, and I yeah. can get away with it, string you up, yeah. you know, type racism. Yeah. Somebody gonna come shake my hand, nobody's filling out a police report type of shit. 
Exactly. So this is like seeing that, like I can I can imagine that being my grandfather because he again he served in the military. He served in like like the fifties or something. It was way back. So I know he saw a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I ain't cry. Look, it was it was that it was that one. It was it was trying to it was trying to come down, but I was like. Nope, I, re- I recalled it and it, it went back up. No, I'll take it there. Well, yo, the man's yeah. name is uh, Carl Lumley. 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 And we, yeah, man, but um, yeah, I mean, he's been asking for almost forty years now. He's he's sixty nine. Wow. I think they put makeup on him though to make him look older though. I think so too. Yeah, I think okay. he's old, but I don't think he's. That scene, that, that scene was real, real deep. Um, because uh, again, it speaks to you know that that legacy, right? Of mm-hmm. uh, black men serving this country and not being treated well or received well by the country they serve, and and to really kind of like bring it back around to like, in a way hold you up and 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 give you your your rightful due as being a hero because if you go and you fight for your country you are a hero you're doing something that other people aren't going to do you're putting yourself between your your literal self your body between like the enemy because you know i'm not going to go into this government but the the enemy and your country be in the military that's that's, I respect them. I, I respect I all of them, but I couldn't. Um, you're putting yourself, you know, you're, you're essentially shielding your country. You're shielding the people, the, the space, the land, the, the things that you care about. Um, mm-hmm. And you should be giving your just due. And so in that aspect, it's kind of like a, a redeeming moment for, you know, black and brown soldiers. Um, it was it was really touching. It was really touching to see. Uh, I enjoyed it, and um, in the watch party last night, like I missed that scene. So when everybody showed up misty eyed. I was like, "What happened?" I rewatched it this morning and was like, "Oh my gosh!" It was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Um, running back around though to Disney and like Disney kind of like taking it there for uh, this series. It's something that they don't do, but it's also appropriate for the times that we're in. And I would like to see if it's going to be like a shift in how they continue to to work and to operate, or if you are kind of pandering or bandwagoning, or maybe you've cut it this way for this moment in time, right? Right. Because we don't see what you shot. We see what you cut and put together. Mm-hmm. So did you did you cut it to appease? Or are you really taking a stand? Because they did. They they chose to reveal a lot. They chose to get real. That scene from the first episode where Sam was trying to get alone, and it was like, oh, black man still can't get alone, even though you were the fucking Falcon and saved the planet from aliens. Nah, sorry, nigga, you can't get alone. Right. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that's no real life. That's real life. We don't. We don't care if you OJ. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, side though, OJ Simpson. Why people used to love OJ Simpson? Oh yeah. Why people used to love? I was watching the old Naked Gun, like the original joint from like the late '80s, the Naked Gun movie, Mm. and OJ was in it, and all his scenes were hilarious. I was like, wait a minute. They we had the joint. He had the uh, the joint in the the airport. I think it was an Avis 
car rental. He had like a bunch of sponsorships. He had ice toner gloves. The juice, man. People the, juice, the juice. They they loved them. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. Until they did it. Until they, right. they snapped off and uh-huh. murdered some people. That's that was it. Crazy. That was it. But overall, um, regarding this this episode, like with the with the layers that they was, you know, trying to give us, um, how do you feel about Sharon Carter being the power broker? Was that like a big reveal to y'all? As you know, as some people may try to put it as, or do you think it's going to have a deeper, uh, a, a deeper connection in the upcoming movies or shows? It definitely has to carry somewhere. The fact that she got shot and she's still alive and she walked away from that shit, she didn't go to the hospital, she's coming back. Yeah. So, in this um, this age of spoilers, before the episode even premiered Friday, I think um, Comics Explained had already like put a video up about who the power broker is and blah, blah, blah. And he used her face on mm-hmm. uh, the thumbnail. I'm like, oh, so it's going to be her. I mean, I kind of knew she was before she, you know, before uh, who was it? Bartok was like, "Oh, you're you're the power broker." No, it, it was Carly. Like, "Oh, you're like the the power broker." I'm like, I kind of I kind of figured that she was though. It wasn't a, a, a huge thing, but I do think it's kind of dope that now she's going to be inside of the actual American government doing some nefarious things right there. So I thought that was kind of interesting and see how it plays out. Like I can, I can, now I'll be pissed if they did this, if they did this and then in the other shows or movies, like it just fizzles out. I'm like, so what's the point? All this buildup is going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it turns out. Um, how do you feel about Bucky? I, 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 got some, I got some faith in Marvel. You know, they've they've been entertaining us with with this web that they've been building for you know over ten years. So I think mm. that even if it fizzles out for now, it, it's gonna come back in some kind of way. They they definitely are are doing justice. Okay. How do you feel about Bucky in his, in his episode? Just do. <laughs> I feel like they cry. I love that Bucky finally like feels like he cleaned his slate. I feel like he feels he's got a fresh start and he's finally like pushing through. Like he did the work. Um, he took care of himself. Mental health is important. Uh, and you know he's about to go and like actually live with the whole Winter Soldier like put behind him. Mm. I, I was I was very proud of Bucky. Okay. So, yo, know, to right. so, so piggyback on what you were saying, JV, about how Marvel has been building this web for like fifteen years or whatever, it's it's a luxury that Marvel has that DC doesn't have, that Image doesn't have. A lot of these other uh, people that make comics or put out you know comic book movies and TV shows, you got so much material to pull off, and you can have a payoff. And this show now in 2021 that started 10 years ago. Yeah. And other shows don't don't have that luxury. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they have to go for broke now. Like everything is now. Just like in, in Mortal Kombat, some of the um some of it felt kind of rushed. You know what I'm saying? It was like before, we don't know when we're gonna get our powers, what's going to like trip it off. But all of a sudden everybody just started getting, you know, they would get into a battle and all of a sudden they got their powers. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have the luxury of being able to pull from this like this rich pool of like, you know, content. 
But yeah. Marvel has been doing it since like what 2008, yeah. 2009 with Iron Man. So right. you know that's that's something there. But what do you think, G? Yeah, I mean, overall, you, you, you know, Marvel has its its fingers all up in the pot, you know, and. I don't think they're gonna let nobody, you know, chip in no time soon. They're gonna they're gonna push this thing as long as we consume it all, right? I do wonder if they're gonna do a second season of this, or how, or how, or when we'll see, you know, the new Captain America and the other movies. Will will there be another Avengers movie with him? as Captain America or would it be a Captain America and Bucky show you know two years down the line like that's what I would like to see because I remember with the Mandalorian when that ended right away we knew like all right next year we're going to have the book of 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 um of um Boba Fett that's coming out next year I'm like Mm -hmm. damn that's that's a quick turnaround but with these Marvel shows (laughs) it's just this is it they'll be coming back but we don't know when. So that's my only thing right there. I think they know when and they're just not telling us. Let me mm-hmm. let me ask let me ask you this. Would your head have exploded if at some point in time? So or, or maybe like the, the last scene or one of the last scenes where you had Isaiah Bradley and you had Sam, instead of Sam doing it, what if it was like an old Steve Rogers doing it? And they got old boy to play it. My head would have exploded. My head would have been out of like, oh, really? Huh? Really? Uh, he, no, makes I, it a, he makes an appearance in a movie, and you, I mean, in the TV show, you just like, I would have been excited to see Captain America, but not in that scene. Okay. I think Same that here. scene Same here. had a certain weight and gravity to it mm-hmm. for the reason that it was, you know, honestly, three black men. That was three generations walking in there mm-hmm. and like getting their just due. I would have not liked to see Captain America love love Steve Rogers white ass hand that over like that. So America, I liked the way that was. I liked I it. it. Okay. But would I have loved to see Steve Rogers in any other capacity at any other time during the show? Yes. That would have been dope, man. I know they won't do it, but I think that would dope. Why do you think people love that character so much in the movies? Steve Rogers. I can tell you exactly why. I can tell you exactly why. Because even though like we were talking about, you know, what it means to be black in this country, obviously, you know, why white white folks love him. I mean, you know, America, you know what I'm saying? But let me tell you why black people can get behind him too. Because even though he's white, you know, no blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever, he the type of person that he is is what America should be. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a he's a dude. He he's definitely the the quote unquote invited to the cookout. You know, white yeah. dude. He's he's definitely welcome because you you know he's not gonna be coming from a, a fake place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He's not gonna shake your hand and be calling you a nigga in his head because we he's, just he's we know enough. exactly. So like ideally, he represents um, what not what America is, but what America has the potential to be. So black people don't even got a, a problem rocking with him because we. We know what he represents. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go back to the first movie where somebody told him like, like, oh, you think you're special? And he was like, nah, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. There you go. Simple. 
it's, it's, he says something like that in every movie too. He always got like once, <laughs> like in, in the first Avengers, um, where they was like jumping out the airplane, like Thor and this, and Loki was like fighting, and uh, the Black Widow was like, "Look, you got to be careful, man. These are like you know Norse gods. They practically gods or whatever." She said, she was like, "It's only one god, man," <laughs> and he doesn't, he don't dress like that, and he just jumps out of an airplane with no parachute, like it's. Dope. How can you not respect that? Like that's yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent. He represents what America should be. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like USA represents what it is. Mm. Yo, I like that costume though. That takes me back to the comic books in the in the from the nineties, man. That USA um uniform. Yeah. Dark saw. with the yes. with you know with the with the slight lighter red you know red white and blue right here in the middle. I want to see how they're going to roll him into the MCU going forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's his role going to be coming up? It's, you know, Disney Marvel got, got to unlock. So let's hope they don't mess it up. I, I do know they're going to bring back the Punisher, but how? I want to see how they do that. That's, that's one of the Netflix, I guess, properties that are going to retain the same character as as the Punisher, but wait, they will they gonna put it on Disney Plus? It can't be on Disney Plus. It might be on Hulu more than anything. I think it's gonna be on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. it's gotta be. It's gotta be. It, if they keep it in that same realm, or they made this dumb it down slightly, like you know, for like you know how how this series was when remember when um Sharon Carter was like she was killing folks in the storage yard. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they might do the same thing with the Punisher in that realm. I don't know. I need that grittiness from the Punisher, man. You know what? You, you brought it. You brought her up. Um, I I enjoy the fact that she was the one to kill Carly, mm. and that it wasn't Sam's hand that he didn't have to take yeah, her down like that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. when Carly was first introduced. Uh, Falcon swooped in and kicked the shit out of her on top of that truck. <laughs> and while she's a bad guy and like, you know, that's that's what you should do with the bad guys. I did take issue with the fact that he as again, this is, I'm just thinking about like, you know, positioning and stuff. He as a black yeah. man came in and knocked the shit out of a woman, but also <laughs> a black woman. And then you flip around to the end of this episode and where, like, honestly, his whole engagement with Carly, like, he was always trying to, like, save her a little bit. Not in the sense that he could save her from any of the consequences of, you know, her actions, but save her in in a mental space. He always was, like, trying to care for her. He brought out, you know, his VA counseling card and was, like, really trying to get down on her level and the whole time. And even in death, like he he protected her body. He sat there until she was gone and he carried her body out in in a in a manner that was very loving, you know? And it kind of redeemed that moment, but also it just made me feel good that he wasn't the one to have to kill the black girl. Mm. That we didn't have to like look at that that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause I do remember she was telling him, like, fight back, fight me. As she was trying, you know, like like back him down. He was like, I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Like, I guess he was treating her almost like a a PTSD victim. Yeah. The the whole entire time. And and that's what I love about it. Because he was like, you know, like, I know where she's coming from because I've been there. So I want to extend my hand out to her. But no matter what, 
he did, she was not backing down from her beliefs, but he kept trying. He kept trying. He kept you trying. Doing G, de-escalating. There, mm. there we go. Bring, bring it back full circle, y'all. Full circle. full circle. I see what you did, Jiggly. Mm-hmm. De-escalate. Some cops need to learn how to de-escalate situations, man. This is like uh, John Witherspoon said in, in Friday. They be scared to take an ass whooping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. But, yo, this this was a dope show, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on, um, Jiggly. Tell the people where they can follow you at. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitch uh, at JiggleySenpai3. Um, also, please go stop by the Girls Can't Geek uh, page on Instagram. Follow us at Girls Can't Geek. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So cool. And you can follow us at Geek Salad Now on Instagram and also on YouTube. If you like stuff like this, if you like movie breakdown shows, breakdowns, and this general geeky stuff, yo, hit us up, subscribe, like, leave a comment in the in the section. Let us know what you want us to see, want to see us review in the future. Thanks for watching. 30 episodes, G. This is, it's like it's like low-key a milestone. Not even low-key, yeah, it's high-key a milestone right here. Yeah, you know, after our our little, you know, hiatus, man, we, we came back stronger. So um, I'm <laughs> glad that we're getting more people on the train. And, and thank you again, Jiggly. This was a, a dope conversation, dope pod. So had a good time. Y'all cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. thank you. Thank appreciate you. that. Appreciate that. All right. Thank you all for watching. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Good show, y'all. Good show, y'all. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Oh, thank fun. you. Yeah, yeah, cool. I like it.